And today I'm joined by Kelly Lynch, pitcher and first base for Washington University. Uh, thank you very much for joining me right off the jump. Of course. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and like we said, uh, recording from the locker room. So that's pretty cool. But uh, first question I got for you that's softball related is uh, tell us a little bit about how and um, when you got started playing the sport. Yeah, so I have an older sister, Katie. Um, she's been playing softball her whole life, similar to me. She's about four years older than me. So um, that's how I got into softball. Uh, she started playing and then I got into it when I was like uh, four years old, actually, you know, just playing like t-ball and slow pitch and all that kind of stuff. And I've been playing ever since I fell in love with it. And yeah, I owe everything to my sister because that is how I initially got into it. Nice. Where'd she play it for, uh, for college? She played at Kennesaw State in Georgia. She was a catcher. So nice, nice. And um, so when you were in high school, like when did you realize that you wanted to play college ball? Like, did you find out like in middle school, elementary school, or like, did it take a little bit longer? Yeah. Well, um, my sister played in college, obviously. So she started the recruiting process back when we were getting recruited, the rules are a little bit different. Now you can't really talk to college coaches till you're a junior, but back then there was no rules. So, um, Katie started getting recruited like her freshman year. And so I watched her go through that process um, as I was, you know, fifth, sixth grade. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. My sister's going to get the opportunity to not only get like an education for free, but also get to play D1 softball. And so that dream was kind of bred into me. And then our dad um, who passed away when I was 11, he always coached us. And that was always a dream we, the three of us shared uh, that we wanted to not only get, obviously get a college education, but be able to fund that um, through softball. So I would say it was a dream instilled in me from a little kid, but really once I saw my sister go through that process, um, it really lit a fire that I wanted to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, like any aspirations to play beyond college? Like once you wrap uh, up at Washington? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we have some, alumni like uh, Sis Bates um, and a few others that got the opportunity to play professionally um, in kind of a, a new organization called Athletes Unlimited. And it's a growing sport. Softball is. Uh, we're gaining fans and momentum, it seems like, every year. And it's just becoming bigger and bigger. And women are able to earn a living for themselves uh, playing the sport they love, just like a lot of male athletes get to do. So that's the big dream, you know, to be able to uh, play professionally, obviously, and then hopefully one day um, maybe get to play in the Olympics if that ever comes back. Uh, it's not in 2024, but maybe in 2028. So that's always been the big dream for sure. Isn't that in the States? Isn't the Olympics in 2026, 2028? I'm pretty sure it's coming to the States. Yeah, 2028 will be in L.A. So fingers that's crossed gonna be sick. softball gets back in there. Yeah. That's cool. Is that like, um, would you say like your main goal is to play in the Olympics? Because I was reading your profile on, um, you know, like WashingtonSoftball.com and it said like, what, like the Olympics is definitely something you're, you're chasing for. Absolutely. I think um, throughout life, I've learned to, you know, really dream big. And that's kind of my motto to younger girls is like, have the biggest aspirations for yourself that you possibly can. Because if you really believe in and have something to work towards. You just be amazed at like how much you can accomplish. And the Olympics for me is the biggest I can dream. That's that's the end goal. So that'd be sick. Um, I mean, yeah. Speaking of accomplishments, when you played in high school, back to back Player of the Year in Georgia, and then National Player of the Year in 2019. Um, would you say like those are your biggest accomplishments to date, or like what are some other accomplishments that that we may not know about? Yeah, I think for sure. Um, 
I think the coolest thing I got to be a part of was um, senior year winning the Gatorade player of the year and then winning the female athlete of the year um, alongside Bobby Witt Jr. and getting to go to the ESPYs and kind of intermingle with other sports. Um, that was just like a huge accomplishment and something that I would have never, I don't think ever been able to do, you know, getting on Sports Illustrated. Um, I'm thankful to Gatorade for that opportunity. Um, but yeah, I, I would say for sure that's been my um, highlight so far. Uh, since I've been in college, I've kind of like hit a little bit of a plateau. Um, I had surgery this summer, actually. We found, found out after last season that I had torn some ligaments in my finger, probably my senior year or early my freshman year of college. So I got that uh, surgery this summer and I'm recovering right now and eager for this season to be healthy again and get the opportunity to get back out there on the field and kind of show everyone what I'm made of and like all the hard work I've been putting in this off season after foregoing this surgery. So nice. And um, speaking of the ESPYs, like what was that process like? Like when you found out you were national player of the year and then ultimately getting invited to, you know, sports illustrated stuff and the ESPYs, like how, what was that like? Yeah. So that was the same year I was on the junior national team. So we were traveling a lot with them. Um, I found out I won Gatorade player of the year at my high school. Actually, I was helping our baseball which were also the softball coaches from a high school run a baseball camp. Um, and Jenny Finch came and they surprised me uh, with a trophy, which was just awesome. I think there's a, a video on YouTube of it maybe, but it was just a, such a cool experience. And then after that, they um, sent out the plans for the ESPYs and that's something they do every year. I think except the COVID year last year um, that the Gatorade players of the year get to go to the ESPYs. So they pick, um, one like national player for each sport they represent and then once you get to the Gatorade has its own event before the ESPYs and at that Gatorade event they announced a female and a male athlete of the year um, and that is the other award that I got to win so me and Bobby he's the male that won it he's a baseball player and we got to all of the athletes got to walk the red carpet and then me and Bobby got to do uh, an interview with Sage Steele which was just mind-blowing yeah, we got to meet a lot of really awesome, influential athletes that I've looked up to, you know, my whole life. So it was just such, such a cool experience that I'll never forget. And um, I mean, to top it all off, being able to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, it's just cool in itself. And then also to, you know, represent the softball community, um, just because, like I said, we're such a growing sport. And I was just so honored to be able to um, kind of be a, a pioneer into that. So yeah, overall, just like for sure, one of the coolest things I've ever done and I'll never forget it. Yeah. So who would you say like a few of the athletes that you met on the red carpet, like who, who were some people that you met that you, you had like great moments with? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, everyone we ran into, it was very like quick exchanges because um, they were keeping things running, but I'll never forget before we went to do our interview with um, Sage still, I'm, Drew Brees was in front of us. Uh, he was doing his interview and I remember he walked off and, you know, it was just a simple, like, Hey, like, how are you? Um, I'm Kelly, like, nice to meet you. But, um, he was with his wife and all of his kids. And I'll just, that just stood out to me because, um, you know, you, you dream so big and to be able to see someone like Drew Brees who has a family, who has kids, he has to look after who has all these other responsibilities, but is still able to be, you know, one of the best at what he does. It's just like super encouraging. And then a little side note is that Caitlyn Jenner was there 
and I got a selfie with her uh, and got to talk to her for a little bit. So that was really, really cool too. Um, But yeah. Nice. So you were at like the whole award show as well? Like you stayed for the whole award show? Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, We got a little scene in where we were waving to the camera before one of the breaks, but yeah. A little camera time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice, nice. And um, throwing it back to when you were in high school, what was your commitment process like to, to deciding on Washington? Like, did you have a lot of schools to choose between or did you kind of have your, have your mindset once they offered you? Yeah, so um, my eighth grade year is really when I started visiting a lot of schools. And at that time, I was kind of looking at SEC schools. Um, so I visited um, a lot of those and ended up actually verbally committing to Auburn University at the time. And so I was committed there up to my senior year and um, they had a coaching change and some things happen. And obviously you grow a lot as a person from, you know, eighth grade to your senior year of high school. That's a lot of time. Um, And so once the coaching change happened, it just gave me the opportunity to kind of reevaluate like my goals and aspirations I have for myself and how I thought I could, you know, what, what uh, school could put me in the best place to reach those goals. And, um, one of my friends that I went to high school and played high school ball with, uh, Lily Agan, she was committed to Washington. So once I reopened my recruitment process my senior year, um, I flew out to Seattle with her. She was attending a camp, and I just kind of want to check it out. Um, and that's really where it started from there. I took a couple other visits my senior year, but after coming out to Seattle and kind of mingling with the coaches and some of the players, it was just clear that this is where I wanted to be. So. Nice. And uh, you rock number 27 for them. Is there any story or meaning behind your number? Or was it kind of just like that was what was available? Yeah, going back to my sister, uh, she wore 27. It's kind of a funny story because um, we have like travel softball. So there's a bunch of different teams uh, and a lot of them are organizations. So they have like 10U all the way through eight and under. Um, So my sister played for an organization and I played for a different one. And I eventually switched over to the same organization she played for. And she was number 27 and my mom, I was having to pick a new number and I didn't really know what number I wanted to pick. My mom already had all of the sweatshirts and all that kind of stuff with the logo with 27 on the back for my sister. So she was kind of encouraging me, you know, you should wear 27 because I could wear, I could still wear, you know, all the sweatshirts I had to wear to Katie's games. Um, And so I was like, yeah, I guess I wear 27, but also one of my um, all-time favorite softball players I look up to, Jenny Finch. She wore number 27. So I take a lot of honor in wearing that number for that reason as well. Nice. And uh, if it means anything, I was number 27 when I played high school football. So when I saw you were number 27, I was like, all right, that's pretty dope. But uh, when I was also reading a little bit about you, uh, it said Congratulations is your all-time favorite song. What are some other songs that you like, like pregame to listen to or even just like outside of softball completely? Like what, what type of music? I think I put that song in my freshman year, but I like all kinds of music, country music, alternative. Uh, Recently, I've been listening to this guy. His name's Wiley from Atlanta, I believe, but it's a little bit alternative music. I'm really into that. Um, I just went home for a couple weeks for Christmas break and listening to a lot of country down there in Georgia. So um, I like, you know, Luke Combs and that kind of stuff. but yeah, I wouldn't say I have like a specific one song I really, really, really like right now, mm-hmm. but um, definitely been listening to a lot of country and alternative music. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, one of the final questions that I have for you is how have you utilized, utilized your social media accounts 
to grow your brand? Because I mean, you got a lot of followers on Instagram, verified. Um, and how does that help you with your NIL deals? Yeah, I think uh, social media is one of those things that can be uh, really important right now for especially college athletes with the new NIL rule. Um, luckily for me, around that time, I was doing Gatorade and on the junior national team, I kind of gained a following. I was doing a lot of press at the time um, and kind of really like making a name for myself, I guess, in the softball world of things. So that's when I kind of started getting a following and um, I would say you just have to learn like what your followers are interested to know about you, if that makes sense. Um, once I realized that softball was something a lot of people wanted to follow, um, I started posting a lot about it and just kind of letting people see other sides of me and like what I do kind of everyday life, like what I do here at school. Um, because obviously everyone knows I'm a softball player, but not everyone knows a lot about what goes on behind the scenes that kind of makes me like the softball player I am, I guess. So, um, yeah, I would say just, um, posting kind of like in your niche of things. Like for me, that's obviously playing softball. And then, um, I'll post every now and then just like activities I'm doing, or if I'm home with family, I love posting my dog on my Instagram. Um, but yeah, people, for me personally, people like to see softball. So that's what I try to post the most on my uh, social medias. Nice. And, uh, and how's your team look like they're gelling together for uh, the upcoming season? Cause I know like personal goals, you said the Olympics, but like, what's like a big team goal that you guys are chasing this year? Cause I saw last year you wrapped up number 10 in the country. So like you guys really trying to make the push for that Natty. Absolutely. National championships, always the goal. So we have a smaller team this year. We have 17 uh, girls and we've really gelled really, really well. I think um, it helped a lot with COVID kind of easing off. Obviously it's becoming an increased issue over these last couple of weeks with the Omicron variable. I think that's what it's called, but, um, or variant, but we've been able to do a lot of team bonding in the fall, um, just hanging out with the freshmen, trying to help them, you know, get into things and gel with the team. And it's been so effortless and easy. Um, obviously with a smaller team of 17 girls, it's going to be easier to get to know everyone. Last year we had 24 and we were in the middle of the pandemic. So it kind of was hard to do stuff outside of just, uh, practice because you're so worried about exposure and, and testing positive and, and, uh, who you can infect and all that kind of stuff. Um, but luckily our school has done a great job of making sure we're all taken care of and staying safe and, um, you know, getting tested and all getting, uh, all that kind of stuff taken care of. So we've had a really good opportunity just to hang out with each other and do things that's not softball related and get to know what people like to do outside of softball and what their families are like and, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to this year. We have a really talented group of girls who just love Husky softball and are excited for the season. And we all just got back. We started yesterday, actually. So this is day two. Um, yeah. And we're just super excited. I'm really hopeful for this year and what we can do. Nice. Well, good luck. I look forward to keeping up with you guys. And final question that I have, I always ask my guests this at the end of the show, but what is one piece of advice you could give to everyone watching or listening? Yeah. Going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, you know, dream big. I think a lot of people put caps on what they can do. Um, growing up, I never thought I would be where I am today. And I would just encourage everyone to, you know, set goals and aspirations for yourself that you don't think you can achieve and just push yourself and push yourself. Um, because like I said, if I would have done that, I don't think I would be where I am today. So dream big.
Nice, nice. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Kelly. Everyone scroll down below, follow Kelly on IG at Kelly underscore Lynch. The description will be in the description. Any other places where people can find you at? Yeah, I have um, Twitter, TikTok, and a Facebook page. I can send those over to you if you want to link them down below as well. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music or any of the audio platforms, please rate five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe.